Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Light of the World Christian Doom Day Bible Study. We are so excited to be here today with another day. God has shared with us, kept us. He's been good to us and we give him praise, honor, and glory. And we will bless the Lord of all times. Praise him. Continue to be in our mouth. Hallelujah. So make a boaster of them. Come with his body. They will get glad. Hallelujah. We are so excited for this day, first day of summer. Amen. We are here giving praise, honor, and glory. We are here to bless the pain. We bless him. We thank God for another day. Hallelujah. He is just so, so good. So um, today we are here. We welcome you on behalf of uh, co-founder of the CW Smith. We thank you for behalf of senior pastor, Pastor Oshibar Hartman, and Lady Eve. Thank God for last week we had our Father's Day, and God has been good. We had, amen, an army of men, hallelujah, a light of the world, amen. And we thank God for that, and we give him praise, we give him honor, we give him glory, and we bless his name. Hallelujah. We know that we're still in summer camp, and we're thanking God for all the children that he allowed us to uh, cover during this time, and we pray that God will continue to bless us and grace us to do what we do. Amen. So thank, we thank God today that we're going to um, have a word of prayer. Father God, we thank you for this day. We bless you. We honor you. We ask you to bless right now, God, those who are in the building, those who are on their way, and then those who will be tuning in online, God, we thank you, oh God, that this word, oh God, will find place in the heart, oh God, that we would have a, a, a <clears throat> ear to hear and a heart to receive your word this day, God, we thank you, we give you praise, we give you honor, we give you glory, and we bless your holy and righteous name, hallelujah, because this is the day that you have made. Thank you. 
Another blessing. Thank God for another day, another blessing. Amen. He kept us and brought us here safe and sound. Amen. The dangerous highways and byways. You don't can't take nothing for granted. Amen. You could be in your house, in your bed, and a bullet can find you. We'll have shooting and killing every night. And every morning you hear somebody been killed, even little children been shot. Amen. So we give God praise that we are here. We don't take it for granted. It's another blessing. Amen. For us to be here, come out to the house of the Lord and see what God wants to tell us today. And again, we're in Romans, the 12th chapter. And, and, and I don't know if you noticed, but uh, on last week, uh, Pastor thought about even talking about scripture and uh, uh, taking care of business. And, uh, you know, we talked about love. <laughs> and all we also talked about not being slow in business. And he talked about work. <laughs> and I mean, I'm telling you, he almost word for word on stuff that we talked about. And so uh, it's, it's awesome to see the movement of God and how we're still in the vein of what he's trying to tell the church. Amen. And so uh, Paul is, is striving hard to get this church on one accord. He's striving to, to, to tell them how to treat their body, how to dedicate it to back to God, and now to, to keep their minds so it cannot be contaminated by the world. Then he began to tell them how that the body of Christ is very important and everybody in the body of Christ is important. And so we all cannot trying to distinguish or change out or trying to uh, minimize anybody in the household of faith. We're all necessary. Just like every organ, every tissue, every cell in the body is necessary. And so it may not be your favorite part, but it's necessary. Amen. Amen. if that little toe get cut off, you'd be surprised how your balance will change. <laughs> your balance won't be the same. Uh, 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 so, so we can't take for granted for anything uh, uh, in the body, and especially in the body of Christ. We need every member to function in perfection, so that if because every joint does its own part to feed the body. And so uh, uh, we should not, and Paul is trying to tell this church, these are members in this church, that all of us have value. And we all value each other. And don't stop this bickering about who's a Jew and who's a, who's a Gentile and all this crazy stuff. We all have value. And we know today we have to do the same thing. We have to make sure that we recognize that everybody, the doorkeeper, uh, no matter if it's the usher, is the person, just the member who comes and sit in the back. They have value. And so we have to make sure that we don't just value anybody and try to be Lord over God's people. Just because you might have a little title don't mean you ought to demand and command people to do. Uh, uh, but you can also only tell them what the Lord is. And don't... Uh, 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 don't lord over, over God's people, and so uh, Paul is making sure that he he uh, uh, get this church together where they get, they can love each other and grow in the knowledge of God. And so uh, he talked about uh, last week. We talked about how uh, uh, he wants the church not to be slow uh, slow in business, but be firm. Uh, uh, don't be uh, uh, have love. Of love without discrimination. Don't be, don't be, uh, 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 
wishy-washy with your love. Don't go back and forth with your love. Have a pure love without uh, any guile, anything that's not right. And run, flee, depart from evil, and cement yourself to good. <laughs> Don't just cleave. I mean, cleave to it. Cement yourself to good. Be like a magnet when you see good. You just before you can think about it, you just uh, attracted to that which is good. But uh, run from evil and be careful. Be kindly affected. Don't be cold and just casual with God's people. Be affectionate uh, 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 to one another and have that love that will be honor to burn the other person. We talked about that. And so all of this is the serving of God. Whatever you do to your brother or sister, you do it unto the Lord. And so... Um, you're going to treat your brother bad, and you really going to treat the Lord that bad? <laughs> if, we, if we look at it that way, maybe we might be a little kind hearted for one another. And so uh, we stop at verse, I believe, 11 last week, right? We stop at 12? Okay, we stop at 12. So 12 is saying rejoicing in hope. Patient in tribulation, continuing instant in wrath. So rejoicing in hope, that, that means be glad that you have the hope that, that, that no matter what your situation is, all things work together for your good. <laughs> because you are the call and you love God. And so you can rejoice in hope. Don't be sad about anything because you know God has your back. Let your hope be joy to you. And, and, and it will. If you have hope that something good is going to happen, it will give you joy. And not only joy, but it will give you peace. It will give you comfort to know that, hey, in spite of the storm that I'm going through right now, uh, better days are ahead. I know God is going to work this thing out because no matter what I hear the word said that no weapon form against me shall prosper. It didn't say it won't come against me, <laughs> but it ain't going to prosper. And so uh, all these things give us hope, and because of that hope, we can rejoice. We can be glad. We don't have to be sad about uh, our situation that we're in. We can just be glad. And it said, be patient in tribulation. And, 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 and that's the easy thing to say. <laughs> that's so easy to say. Be patient and tribulation. Woo-wee. Boy, when that heat starts, then that stove starts turning up the heat. We wanted, we wanted to be over quick and be out of that. But he said, be patient in tribulation because the tribulation is working for you. It may not feel like it's good to you, but it's working for you. And, and, and every time I think about trials or, or, or stuff like that, I always consider uh, uh, when my mom used to give me that sweet. It didn't taste good, too. But boy, when it finished his work, it was good, too. Because it got rid of all that and stuff that I didn't need in my body. All the infirmities came out of my body, but while I was taking it, I thought I had an apple. I mean, my head just quivered because it tastes so bad. And so when we go through our trials, it's to get us to the next place. And, 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 and it's, not a, it's not an easy place. It's not a sweet place, but it gets us to our place. And I always think about how Joseph, when he was home with his Aaron, he had no skill. All he did was check on his brother, see if they're doing the good or, the, or not, and came home and reported that. But as a slave, he learned how to manage. He learned how to work. And his first job, real job, was to manage somebody's house because he was a slave. 
and he was so good at it, he was promoted. And so his his training began at Potiphar's house. But so if he never got, yeah, 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 he, he, his training, his, his beginning of development uh, for what God had in store for him was at Potiphar's house. It didn't look like it because he's a slave. <laughs> But it developed him, and so our tribulation is our development period. And, and and they tell me that in order to develop a negative, you have to have a dark room. And so so that tribulation time don't feel good. It don't look good. But if we be patient in it and see it to the end, it'll all be worth it. Because Joseph spent a lot of time. Yes, go ahead. Well, I think, like you said, you're going through it. And uh, up, uh, earlier, you know, we were talking about the hope that you were making it mm-hmm. again. So it takes faith, strong faith to keep hope when everything yeah. before you is failing, fading. Mm-hmm. And also, it's about this So when all of this stuff started happening, 
It depends on how you look at it. You're looking at it from the world view with mm-hmm. you. It never be. Yeah. Are you looking at it from God's view? If you're looking at God's view, you have to know that I got a bad cold, that I'm going to be well, uh, that hell is going to be stronger than I was before I got cold. So when the temptation comes, God's not sending it to you, allow us to get into it. It's to develop us, teach us a lesson, mm-hmm. develop us, grow us, to us. And, and, and God likes uh, all talks about uh, us uh, being babies in order to get from being a baby to plenty milk. He has to, God has to mature. And to mature, he has to put something along our way. It's like a two-year-old child riding a mm-hmm. He don't fall. The more times he falls, the less times he's going to fall. Mm-hmm. More times he falls, he's going to learn more, mm-hmm. and he's going to learn how not to do it, mm-hmm. and he's going to learn how to be obedient, and God allows us to come into our lives to develop us and to us, not so much as punishment, because when we get out in the world and we start facing strong demons for him, <laughs> then we have to know how to call on our awesomeness which is in uh, season 6, or in Christmas 62, as an arsenal of bells here. We have to know how to get into the arsenal. Mm-hmm. We have to know what weapons are in there. Mm-hmm. Oh, 22, uh, we should start matching. Mm-hmm. 21, it's, mm-hmm. up, it's, it's, it's up to you, but it's based upon the knowledge and the faith and the confidence. Mm-hmm. That's why Paul. That's why Paul is saying the first verse is, is, I beseech you, brethren, by the mercies of God, you know, present your body. Because if you yield yourself to God, then you are saying that he is in full control. Every good and perfect gift comes from And then when he, ta- when he talks about all the gifts that's in the body of Christ, you want to know that your need will be met because it's everything you need is available to you. Uh, there's one scripture that says he's given us all sufficiency, right? Mm-hmm. He's given us everything we need. It's, it's already given. It's already in us. It's already in the body of Christ, and it's available to us. So if with that knowledge, we will not. We we will have hope. We won't give up easy because we know. And and and, and I'm glad how, how uh, uh, Romans eight and twenty eight started. He said, "And for we know, not that we guess and not that we we believe, not that we hope. Is no, we know, meaning that we have an intimate relationship with the knowledge that God gonna work it out. No matter what it looks like, it's gonna work out. And so when we Submit ourselves, our bodies to Christ. We can be like, like, uh, like Job. When everything, everything uh, was destroyed, he said, "Naked came I into this world. Naked I will return." So he, he already had, he already offered up everything to God. He realized it wasn't belong to him, and then he worshipped God after he said, "Man, that's it." He began to worship. And so that's what that's what we have to do. No matter how hard our trials get, we have to find a way to trust what God said in His Word, because His Word is just to comfort us. And 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 and, and Paul continue on with the with the with the part of the solution. He says, continuing instant in prayer. When stuff, when stuff gets hard, you know there's some praying time. Nobody got to ask you to pray. <laughs> when, when tough time comes, nobody has to say, could you please pray? Uh, why don't you pray? This, why didn't you pray this morning? But when tough time comes, you will continue to be instant. It ain't nothing for you to get in the prayer because you got some stuff going on that you know only God can hear. 
And, and uh, uh, last week I had a, a report from the doctor. Told me that I got some lip nodes uh, in my thyroid. So I got to get a biopsy to see whether it's cancer or not. But I'm trusting God. Because God, my future is in his hand. All of our future is in his hand. He knows uh, before the world began, you already knew. And so uh, I'm not concerned about uh, uh, the man's report. I'm believing the report of the Lord. Because <laughs> God is good. Amen. So we're going to do a verse. And any other comments? Those of you online, if you all want to comment, just press 1 on your phone and we'll bring you live. Uh, let's go to verse 13 and 14 of the day.
and we uh, drive by. Somebody who requires this. Somebody who all kinds of problems that, that they don't know how to handle. That they don't know how to call them. Mm-hmm. They, they, they don't even know that they can and get and get a peaceful solution. Mm-hmm. And, and, and it's some relationship. They think you want more. Amen. Jesus said, don't think that I came into the world sent peace. I didn't come to send peace. I came to send the soul. What's the soul? The word of God. Yeah, yeah. So whatever whatever the problem is, the solution is the word of God. The yeah, solution yeah. is the soul. Yeah. And we have to be the one that shows us that I used to And we can't be ashamed to tell people what our testimony. You don't have to brag on mm-hmm. but every time you get the little time I get, I tell people, he said, I used to love you to listen. <laughs> but it wasn't me that changed. Mm-hmm. It was on my knees, Jesus Christ, he was in my heart. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. the only thing that changed. It may not be with you. Mm-hmm. It may be why I challenge you. Mm-hmm. Maybe the homosexual. Yeah. Really? Because it mm-hmm. all, whatever the problem is, this book, as a solution. Amen. As really the only thing. That's right. Amen. Mm-hmm. I was thinking too about how our church community, if they curse the kids, if they bless the mm-hmm. I guess it's kind of challenging to find a way or a field or something for blessing. Sometimes, I mean, it says, you know, you might not even know. I, I was thinking about the example years ago when uh, <laughs> in another state, you know, he filled us a home from the ground up in the community and nobody did really know it was up. He killed us all come out there and said, you know, we're So when it got up and the family, it was just all little teeny kind of things that were happening, dead birds on the steps on up there. <laughs> come back home, they, you know, paint uh, all over the back deck, and, you know, just little new things wow. try to get you to move and to go, mm-hmm. and one person did come and say, yeah, you know, uh, often you get that and the other, you know, you need to build this home with this sweat and labor and money and finance, and it's just like you're not going anywhere. Yeah. You know, we, we are in front of several times, you know, praying to do that and the other good community. But 
God said, God is God is revenge you. And you know, this is one of the reasons why Paul in the the, the, the verses above is saying, Don't let the world contaminate. Yeah. Don't think like the world now. Be self be, be transformed by renewing of your mind. Don't let the world thinking influence you because here's how you have to conduct yourself. <laughs> and you know, this ain't the world thinking to conduct yourself in this manner. <laughs> Distributing the necessity of the same. Making sure that, that others have rather than yourself. That ain't no world thinking. Me, myself, and I. <laughs> That's the world thinking. What I going to get? What is, what's in it for me? And so uh, Paul had to say earlier now, get your mind together. Be transformed. Change the way you think. And don't let the world contaminate you. And bless them who persecute you. And bless and curse not. Don't, don't do what others do unto you. Do what they should be done. Do, do what God wants you to do. And it said, giving, giving on necessity and giving in hospitality. Be kind to people. Be kind to people. I mean, there's so many people who who are not kind at all. They don't care nothing, nothing about you. Uh, they're not concerned about you. You can uh, uh, you can drop something on the ground and they come behind you and they'll walk on top of you. God will help you pick it up. Uh, they're just not kind at all. But Paul said, this is how I want you, the Christians, to conduct yourselves among yourselves. Remember now, we got these two nations in one, in this one church. <laughs> uh, come together as one. Forget about all these differences uh, you got. Be on one accord. And even in today, even in our church, the 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 the, the challenge is bringing us all in one accord, in one mind, that we're going to do the same thing. Not so and so want to do this, and I ain't going to do that. You know, get let's let's get along and pray that that it is the will of God and go for and go for it and back it up. If it ain't God, like Paul said in, in the book of Acts, if it ain't God, it's a you know, you find out shortly. <laughs> uh, uh, and and so you can't. Uh, I heard somebody said uh, uh, that if somebody messes with you. They'll put their religion on the shelf and straighten them out and come back and get it. Okay. I know I heard that. <laughs> I mean, if you got it like that, you ain't got it. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. And they... Uh, one, one of our one of our preachers said something one time like this. He would light into them. But bless them. When they're doing bad against you and, 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 and you know you can't be in the flesh doing it. <laughs> you got you gotta be all the way over in the spirit. <laughs> You cannot be carnal-minded and get and accomplish that, and 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 bless and curse not. When so you know somebody's doing you wrong, they know you know not only wrong but they're trying to destroy you in what they do. They're trying to tear you down, trying to do evil against you. Persecution ain't just something that you know. They're trying to really destroy you. And so, uh, like Jesus did, when they tried to destroy him by crucifying him, he said, listen, you, you, you don't take my life. I give it for you. And I'm giving my life for you. That's why he said, forgive them for they know. Now, if they knew what they were doing, they, they won't even do what they did. <laughs> and so, so, so we got to make sure that we have our heart ready to practice 
hospitality, to be kind. Bless people rather than curse, no matter what they do. Because it it ain't it doesn't matter what they do to you. It matters what you do to them. When you talk about retaliation, I was telling one of the kids uh, the other day. They started picking at him. And he got so angry that he started screaming, making a big distraction. When I got in my office, I said, look, but they said this and they did that, and they're picking at me. I said, look, I understand that. But your response is the problem. Because now what people see is somebody's losing control. You hollering, you screaming, and you, you just, I mean, now you want to bang your head on the desk. That's not normal. Now who looks like they're the problem? You think you're retaliating, but you think you're going to be the problem. In basketball, in any sport, the first person you hit, nobody sees it. You retaliate, guess who's going to get the whistle? <laughs> Every time. And so, and I always try to tell them that, listen, don't take matters in your own hands. Go to the authority. Over there, me and my wife are the authority. The teachers or whoever else, they're the authority. When you go up, the police is the authority. Don't take matters in your own hand. You practice taking matters in your own hand right now. When you get to be an adult, you ain't waiting for the police to come. You're going to you gonna get your own stuff and, and try to handle dinner. And guess what's going to happen? You're going to be dead or go to jail. Which one you want? I don't want none of them. Okay. <laughs> so you know not what to do. So don't retaliate. And so that's why you've you got to have your mind transformed. Because I'm telling you, you get in a situation. Boy, it takes everything and some more to have you keep your cool and not let it go. Because I'm telling you, in, in B.C., 1975, I hear people say they had short takes. I hear men. <laughs> Somebody said something to me all of before I know it. Bottle is broken and you're you getting sliced. I mean, it's just like, so, 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 but your your mind and heart got to be changed, got to be transformed so you don't think that way. You don't, you don't operate that way anymore. And so Paul is just trying to make sure that this church, don't, don't be like you were before because that was not good. Now God has a plan for you, amen, that's going to be better and you work it together. The church is going to grow and develop. And so uh, let's do verse, unless it's the more common, let's do verse 15 and 16. The plan of how you dress. Mm-hmm. So now it's going to be actually rejoice with those who rejoice and weep with those who weep. Be of the same mind towards one another. Mm-hmm. Do not be hardy in your mind, but associate with the lowly. Hmm. Do not be wise in your own estimation. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. Again, but now, because I asked the question, how do you bless those persons? Mm-hmm. The, the answer to how do you do it? Mhm. <laughs> Anybody else? Oh, I thought she was gonna say something. Okay, so, so he's saying, rejoice with them that do rejoice, and weep with them that weep, because now you are so connected. To each other, that what impacts them impacts you. And so, as the body of Christ, because we are one in the body of Christ, 
You have to operate that way. If you see something that's going on with a saint, I can't understand how you can rejoice when something bad happens to a child of, I mean, to a human being. To begin with. You know, even though terrible, they're bad, they're doing all kinds of evil things, you still can't really want evil to come on you. I mean, you want them to get punished. But you don't want the worst thing to happen to you. I mean, sometimes, you you know, you really don't. <laughs> but, but to be a Christian and want something bad happen to another Christian, I don't understand it. Because even if they're not living like they're supposed to, they represent you. They represent me. So I don't want them I don't want the, I don't want them to get caught in their stuff. But I can help. Them. I'm gonna say, hey, don't you know, go 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 them in the post and, and and say encourage them not to get caught up in that kind of stuff. But don't let them let them let them fall. I'm gonna, oh, they're gonna get it. I'm gonna, you know, and you're gonna you won't be gossiping about it. You're so so doing this. They doing that. They doing it. No, go and help that person. So you, you, you can't rejoice uh, 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 when when they when things are going bad. You say weep for them, right? And, and, and rejoice when they when they rejoice, rejoice for them. And uh, how can people get jealous of a Christian being blessed? You're a Christian, they're being blessed, and you're upset. And but when you get blessed, you know everybody. We worry about it. We have. A, we want them to have a parade, right? And so, so it, 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 we gotta rejoice when they rejoice, and weep when they weep. Meaning that we're gonna be in the same mind. We're gonna be. We're gonna have the same mind towards one another, no matter what we, what condition we're in. If they are sad, we're gonna go to them and try to cheer them up. We're gonna. We're gonna feel their burden and go cheer them up. Be a, 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 an encouragement. Just for us. 
Now, now the thing about gifts is that when you operate in it and the anointing is on it, you do have a sensation. You do have a sensation, and it feels. I mean, it, that place you want to really be in. Then you will be moving, you're preaching or you're singing or whatever, and the anointing is on you. That's the sensation you long for, right? But it ain't for the the gifting that you're putting out ain't for you. But you receive the the reward of doing it. You know what I'm saying? So, so yeah, you 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 you'll feel you'll feel this pressure. This, I mean, I can't really express it. You feel this once in one with your God. Yeah, that's that's the best I can I can say. And that, oh my God, you long for that every chance you get. And so, but when you're using that gift, it's not for you. It's the who gift is being sent out to. So you, you're not selfish on, you know, some people hanging there to that. And if God gets you to do that, how are you going to say what you're at? You're not going to do And when it's not even yours. Again, stretch you. Right? And the, all, all these good things that Paul talks about is about us being short of those gifts. Because if somebody needs it, it's your obligation, your job, to do whatever that's within you to do. That's that's the reasonable thing. That's you gotta be so in order to be a, a living sacrifice, you can't think about your convenience. You gotta think about what the body needs. What the body of Christ needs that I have, if I have it, I need to put it out so it can be used by the body of Christ. It ain't about my convenience because that's why I was a sacrifice. It's a little sacrifice. And so I can't think about, well, uh, I don't have the time right now. I mean, there's a lot of times that, you know, we have this long day. Somebody calls and they need this. You know? I was like, whoo! We uh, at the center, 6.30 in the morning. Basketball practice at 6 to 8. At 8 p.m., a child's mom that didn't come yet. So I'm waiting for the parents up. Nine o'clock. Now from six thirty. And that's a whole summer. There ain't just one then on weekends still still ain't still up at six six o'clock in the Sunday, same thing. But you got you gotta you gotta play. You gotta play. Because it ain't about you. Is about what the body of Christ needs. And if God gives you the gift, he gives you the will and the desire to do Because uh, 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 sometimes uh, you may not feel like ministry. You may not feel like, like things. But when you think about who gave you the gift, it makes you happy you want to do it. And when you think about how to import a doing to the body that then that makes you want to want to get because you want to please God, and in that pleasing, uh, uh, the body of Christ is going to benefit from what you can do. So don't think of yourself. And again, you know, he mentioned earlier that don't don't uh, don't have this false false uh, thinking about yourself. Don't don't think more highly than you ought to. <laughs> don't think you you done made it. Don't think the uh, 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 yeah, when you come, you, you can just blow on everybody and they fall out. Don't 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 be that way because we all have our own measure. Everybody has their own measure. So um, be not wise in your own eyes. Don't think you got all the answers. Nobody can teach you anything. I mean. It, some people are so conceited that no matter what you say, even if and even if you tell them things that are true, that they would not receive what you're saying because they feel like I am right. And a person who thinks they're always right would never learn. And I always want to. 
I always want to, I always want to know what do I don't what don't I know now that I need to know because I want to apply it. And that's not just having the knowledge, but I want to apply it. I want to live according to His word. And so, uh, uh, when we think we're so high, we get so conceited that, oh my God, don't correct them. I mean, you correct them, they'll tell you, uh, excuse me, <laughs> like you're doing them a harm. You think you're doing, have you ever uh, uh, tried to, somebody, you know, you kind of know what they, they mean to say, but they said the wrong thing, and you helped them out by saying the right thing, and they think that you did them a harm, you embarrassed them in front of somebody, and you thinking that what they said was the embarrassment, and you try to cover the embarrassment by correcting it, but now they get embarrassed by you correcting it. That's somebody you think more highly than they ought to. Because we all Sometimes you mean to say something and something else comes. You're like, oh, no, I didn't mean to say that. And so if somebody corrects you, thank you. <laughs> but that's hardly going to happen. Amen. So that's uh, verse 16. We'll stop here. Yep, it's time to go. <laughs> Amen. Any last comment on? on we'll, we'll start. We'll start at verse 17. Seven commands relating to Christian conduct to the world. Now, those we just talked about is Christian conduct to each other. So this is, next we're going to do uh, the context. Conduct, uh, conduct, yeah, huh? To the world, relating to Christian conduct to the world. All right, uh, you have your offering. Go ahead and, and do your offering. I don't have the square again today, so uh, you have your offering, please. You need anybody need envelope? Envelope. Okay. <laughs> Father God, we thank you for this time to give. We ask you to bless this offering of God. That bless us, give, O oh God, bless the offering that will be go to uh, all the mission work, the souls. O oh God, we ask you to let them multiply, O oh God, in the name of Jesus, to give us praise, honor, and glory. God, dismiss us from this place today, not from your presence. Keep us, O oh God. Text us and bring us back in that appointed time. All these blessings we ask in Jesus. And everybody say, Amen. Amen.